So this this neurobiological phenomenon that you've highlighted, then that's helpful, I think, for people to understand that there's something very tangible going on when they experience things, because uh, stress, um, I suppose, can seem uh, intangible in some ways, although it's massively damaging and has a massive effect for so many people. Um, I think I think that's a great understanding you share with people john how can we then go about to start to to manage stress and respond to these things that we experience yeah and this is the importance of understanding the neurobiological underpinnings of what is going on inside our brains because if we understand the process we can then pinpoint what we need to do to reverse it and if you do have any questions about this please do put them in the chat so Let's tackle with we the first thing we want to do when we're feeling stressed is we need to get our prefrontal cortex working again so that we can put some perspective on what's going on for us. And to do that, we have to slow down our breathing. By slowing down our breathing, we are reducing our activation levels. And by slowing down our breathing, we're disarming the limbic regions of the brain we're disarming hue horribly unhelpful emotions we're disarming the eight brain and we're 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 able to get the pfc working again so if you've attended the change challenge session sometimes we focus on breathing focus breathing in for five seconds breathing out for five seconds and that's to deliberately slow down our breathing so if i had Let's just say I've got, I'm feeling quite stressed at the moment because something happened this morning. What I might do is I might go for a short walk. Um, and as I'm going for a walk, I'm going to deliberately focus on my breathing to slow it down very deliberately. So by going for the walk, I'm kind of burning off some of those chemicals that have flooded into my brain, like cortisol, et cetera. I'm burning some of those off. And then by slowing down my breathing, I'm getting, I'm getting more control over my thinking by activating my um, prefrontal cortex. And what I could actually do is, let me, let me get the symmetry right here. So this, so yeah, I took, so. The part of our brain, part of our prefrontal cortex that we use to get more control over our thinking sits here. So it's the upper part of the, of the left side of the prefrontal cortex. And if I want to activate that, I can just start to close, open and close my, my hand because the left side of the body is um, controlling the right, sorry, the left side of the brain is controlling the right side of the body and vice versa. So by deliberately opening and closing my hand, I'm activating this part of the, the PFC. I think it's the dorsal lateral prefrontal cortex that I need to um, start to control my thoughts. Why, why does that hand action have the effect it does, John? That, that's absolutely fascinating. Because I'm deliberately doing something. So remember, most of what we think and do most of the time is, is automatic here. Yeah, some of this is automatic, but I'm deliberately opening and closing my hand. And that means that I need to use this part of my brain to do that. So by deliberately doing this, I'm deliberately activating this part of my conscious brain. And that, that can be helpful um, in, 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 a, in a stress response. Um, I know um, you also um, 
in in the work you do in habit mechanic university in the habit mechanic book you talk about using mental imagery and self-talk you have your own terms and, and your own way of helping people understand these techniques um, talk to us about that if you would please in terms of managing and responding to stress yeah we, we, we just did that then so we talked about talking ourselves through breathing that's focus words breathe in for five seconds breathe out for five seconds as I'm breathing, just feel the tension in my shoulders dissipate like I'm deflating a balloon. Feel it's like my shoulders, I'm deflating my shoulders. I can imagine an activation dial in my mind's eye. And as I'm breathing, I'm reducing the activation dial. Um, so we can use focus words and pictures in a very practical way to help us to reduce our activation. Once we've dealt, once we've slowed the breathing down and we get our brain function working a little bit better, and remember, if you're sleeping well, if you're eating properly, if you're exercising properly, it's going to be much easier to manage the stress response quick, faster. And it's worth saying at this point, we can't avoid getting stressed, but we can be proactive in how we deal with it. So, yeah, we can go to some lengths to reduce the amount of stresses we will experience, but sometimes we just can't avoid being stressed. It's just a our, our body's way of, of reacting to things but what we can do is we can be far more proactive in how we manage the stress response so instead of the stress response taking up an hour of our time or a day or a week can we get it down just to 45 minutes or to a few hours or to a few days so if we're proactive we're going to get more time back so once we've got the brain working better by slowing down our breathing in simple terms. The next thing we can do then is we can proactively work on getting our attention, getting that spotlight of attention from the lighthouse back onto something that's more helpful for us. And broadly, we call this focused reflection. If you do a three-to-one reflection at the end of the day, um, that's, a, that's a focused reflection tool. You see me doing that in the app. So I am doing that, and I do more than three to one. I also write it down as well. So I have a big stack of paper here where I, I write them. I write things down um, at the end of the day to help, it, and I do that primarily to help me to process stress. So I build this into a routine. I write down my reflections, then I actually go for a walk and I focus on my breathing, and I will listen to something that's calming and relaxing. Could be the bbc sport radio show or something it could be you know something else but i'm deliberately um making it easy for myself to reduce my activation to get my attention on something that's more helpful for us so we have the three to one written reflection we have the wabba um so wabba is a written eight brain argument and you can actually create a wabba in the app it's mapped out in the book as well um we have the FAB framework. So FAB stands, stands for fortunate, adapt, benefit. So I could, if I'm particularly stressed about something, I could start to write down, well, what have I been fortunate to be able to do today? Just to get my attention onto something that's more helpful for me. So I could say, well, I had a nice breakfast. I got to spend some time with my loved ones. I had a great meeting at the start of the day. I had a productive first few hours. I went for a run this morning. I just, just start to remind myself about what I'm fortunate to have. I live in one of the wealthiest countries in the world. The A is adapt. So 
if I'm stressed, why I expect it to happen isn't happening. Dwelling on it is not going to help me. So I could adapt the goal. So I was expecting to have a really important meeting and it got cancelled. Okay, dwelling that's no good. Okay, so make sure we reschedule the meeting. Make sure I use this time really effectively where the meeting could have taken place just to get my attention back onto something that's more helpful for me. Could be a bigger one I expected to get uh, the pay rise in the pay review meeting. I didn't get it. Okay, so what? what's adapt the goal, right? I want to get the pay rise in the next pay review meeting. When is it? What do I need to do to give myself the best chance of getting there? And then the B is about benefits. So what are the benefits of, of this stressful situation? What am I learning about myself? I'm learning how to get better at managing stress. By doing that, I'm saving time. The next time this happens, I'll be able to deal with it better. So by writing things down, not thinking them through, by writing them down or typing them out, we are forcing ourselves to pay attention to more helpful things. The reason writing is powerful is because our, our PFC can only hold five to seven bits of information at a time. And we can only hold one idea for about 30 seconds. And if we don't repeat the idea in about 30 seconds, our brain dumps it. So when you write things down, things don't disappear after 30 seconds and you can write down more than five to seven ideas. So by writing things down, you're strengthening your willpower and your prefrontal cortex ability to manage um, Hugh. That's why it's so key. You can go into longer forms of um, focused reflection by using expressive writing. And in the book, we have a, a structured a set of structured questions for expressive writing. But in simple terms, if we want to get better, better at managing stress, first of all, we've got to look after our brain. Good sleep, good diet, good exercise, good social connections. That's, that creates great foundations. Number three, oh, sorry, number two, we've then got to directly deal with the stress response. You know, just reflecting, doing the teapot every day, how well did I do my best to be at my best? That's making us more aware of how we're feeling. So we might be able to catch um, faster that we're, we're feeling a bit stressed and we need to intercede. The same at the end of the day, if, we're already, if we've already built the three-to-one structure in, it means that if we're feeling stressed at the end of the day, we've got a better chance of tackling it. But we've got, um, we've got to get the basics right. We've then got to be aware of how we're feeling and when we recognize we're stressed, slow down your breathing, simple terms, slow down your breathing. And there's loads of tools, having mechanic tools you can use to do that, and then do some focus reflection. But what's really important then is that we bring the, the behavioral science into this and we create a habit building plan so that we've got the best chance of actually not just knowing what to do, not just having the skills to do it, but being able to build it into a habit. And in the app and in the, the end of chapter 22 in the Habit Mechanic book, there's an example, a habit building plan of how you could start to build a better stress management habit. And that example focuses on, at the end, the end of the day, creating a three-to-one reflection. I would say, if you want to get better at managing stress, that's the first thing I would focus on, is at the end of the day, 
write down your three to one reflection. If you go into the the diet exercise and swap tool in the app, we have an example in there. If you in the sleep, um, if you if you select to work on sleep, we have an example end of day stress management slash app activation reduction routine, which includes writing a reflection, going for a for a walk, etc. So we map that out for you there step by step. So if you want to get better at managing stress, you've got to do the basics well, good sleep, good diet, good exercise. You've got to do that intelligent self-watching so you, you can recognize faster when stress is, is, is causing you problems. Then you've got to do the basics, reduce your breathing and deliberately focus your attention onto what's more helpful for you by using focused reflection and then create a habit building plan so that you can automate that process. Yeah, well, thank you so much, John, for sharing so much amazing insight about stress management. And I think that will be so beneficial for many people. So so thank you on their behalf. Um, it's been a great session, great masterclass today. I, I think, as I say, people will find it so helpful. Um, I know we just don't have much time left, but I do know one question that you do get Um often is is where to start kind of thing and i guess with stress like everything you say just start small make a one tiny change yeah and i would say start with the three to one reflection you'll see me in the app doing that in the working week i predominantly do the reflection um to manage stress so i can process out the stress that's why i do it and i think that you hear all these tips and tricks about getting better sleep None of them talk about processing out stress. And I think that is the, the, the real killer for why people are not sleeping properly, why they're waking up in the middle of the night, two o'clock, three in the morning, can't get back to sleep. It's because they haven't processed out the stress properly. And following these um, these steps it will give you a much better chance of, of doing that. So as ever, as having mechanics, it's not about knowing, it's about doing. And you never know, the next habit you build could be the one that makes all the difference. And that's why we say you're only ever one habit away 